This file was uploaded at 3.47 last night. Mr. Doe, I'm really worried for you. Please let me know you're okay. I don't know what to think. If you're just joining us, I don't know what to say except start from the beginning. This isn't your typical podcast. My name is Lily McHale. I was volunteering in the psych unit at Jefferson when I met a patient there named Mr. Doe, which isn't his real name because he doesn't remember it. I can't say I really understand what's going on, but I wanted to help. He was kind and smart and seemed like he wasn't getting the help he needed, and I thought someone out there might be able to help him. I set this up so he can connect with the world. His recordings automatically upload to my Dropbox, and then I add music and make it sound like a real podcast. And while I'm really excited, the point is that he needs help. His memory is messed up, and someone out there knows him. If you know anything that could help, please email me at lilymikhail at gmail.com. I need your help. I need you to be here, not just listening through the phone. I need you here in real life. The suits, they're here. They're everywhere, do you understand? I can't get away from them. They'll be here any minute. This is probably my my last chance to talk with you. I tried to lose them, but I'm no spy. I don't know what I'm doing. And they're everywhere, penetrating everything. Their reach, the police, the government, the hospitals. They're probably scanning street cameras all over the city by now. What time is it? Oh, shit. I've been running for over an hour. I don't know what happened, what I was thinking. Today, or yesterday, it's been a crazy 24 hours. Oh, gotta catch my breath. Okay. Okay. 978-154505-6271. Take that one off the list. It's an ISBN, an, an international standard book number. It identifies books. The book, I know. It was the author. She's, she's what mattered. A professor. Dr. Feng. Professor of Consciousness and Philosophy. What is that? Is that real? I should have seen it as a trap then. I went to see her late yesterday afternoon. I knocked on her office door and I went in. Then everything changed. 
went from lost to found. She was excited to see me. She called me Nikki and ran around the desk to greet me with a hug. It was so nice. My first hug that I can actually remember of this new life. It was magic and I didn't want her to let go. It's so easy to forget. Forget how simple and deep and satiating it is. Like a warm, fresh baked chocolate chip cookie for the soul. But I was scared to let my guard down. And the pieces of my life haven't exactly been consistent and I didn't want to freak her out, but she was great. Comfortable, smart, supportive. She saw through me right away. Saw that I was acting weird. <laughs> she told me I looked like shit. She knew me. Not just knew my name or had bumped into me before. She was a friend from my old life. I told her something had happened and I was having a hard time remembering things. I wasn't sure if I could trust her, but I wanted to. It was the end of the day, so she took me to dinner. There were drinks. I don't know what happened. It all felt so normal. We talked for hours about her, her work, about fun times we had shared, about life. She never used the word. Will's word from the Obad meeting? I listened for it, but it never came, yet she seemed to be talking about it the whole time. Her research on the overlapping philosophies around chi and prana and baraka and mana. She even tied it into the concepts of the soul in the Bible. Her hypothesis was simple. There was a consistent concept of a life force type energy that had been independently acknowledged in nearly every culture in existence. She was talking about Aurea. But why she hadn't just said that, I, I don't know. It was intriguing. And between that and the things she could share about me, my love of black espresso with a twist of lemon, a history of Silly workout challenges, like trying to get to 25 pull-ups at a time, and my often awkward, closed-off emotional state. I couldn't get myself to let the evening end. And it didn't. It was a dream. It was happiness and relaxation and contentment. A world where I wasn't running. When I was with her, I hadn't lost everything and I could just be. Chat about unimportant things and enjoy food and wine and give cheers and smile. It was a memory that woke me. She was sprawled beside me in the bed, naked and stunning and the most peaceful and innocent sleep. Was I having an affair? 
It felt familiar and welcomed, but it couldn't be. Where was the guilt, the regret? I didn't have time to give it any thought, though, because the dream, or the, the memory that had woken me was of her, it was of the past. The suits hovering nearby, always watching her, always present in the stories she had told that evening. She was dangerous, and not because of her, but because they knew about her. They knew about her research and how she was on the cusp of releasing the concept of Aurea to the world. It's the same conspiracies that Will had rambled about at the Druid meeting, except she was too high profile to discredit, too popular to go missing. This was a university professor. And here I was with my guard totally down, sleeping in her home, vulnerable and foolish. Oh shit. Okay, where was I? So, I grabbed my stuff and went to dash out of the room and she stirred. She didn't wake up, just rolled over. And that's when I felt guilt. For abandoning her after our night. Our magical night. But that seems backwards, right? I mean, my wife. Nothing makes any fucking sense. Guilt for ditching my mistress versus having a fucking mistress. I, I ran and, and ran and just kept running and hiding. And I took a cab once, but that seemed too risky. And so I got out and, and just kept running. I saw a couple of them. They slipped up, lurking in the shadows, thinking they wouldn't be noticed, but... They're like cockroaches. If you see one, there's a hundred more hiding behind the walls. They're not always in suits, but they're always watching, pretending not to be. Fuck. I should keep it down. I couldn't lead them back to the building, but I couldn't let them find my notes. I took the most roundabout way I could think of, in hopes that they weren't able to follow, but I don't know, it was risky, but I ran up and I, I grabbed what I could carry easily and made it to a backup space that I had figured out a couple weeks ago. Still, I'm, I'm not naive. They'll probably be here any minute. I've got two ways in and three ways out, so I'm ready. I don't hear anything, or see anything. What are they waiting for? Shit, listen to me. You'd think I want them to show. What the fuck am I doing? There's nothing out there. Why? Maybe I really lost them. No, come on. They're out there. I just don't... I don't understand.
Where are they? I don't see anything. I know they saw me. sure what happened. The recording keeps going for almost another hour, but you can't hear anything. There's nothing. I'm hoping he just fell asleep. I never know when he's going to record again, but I set it up so you can subscribe to get it whenever he does. In the meantime, I want to help get the word out for Mr. Doe as much as possible, so I'm on all the normal social media channels. Please help us spread the word on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram with the hashtag unerasable. Also, if you feel inspired to write a review, that'd be really great. It may not exactly help Mr. Doe, but it'll keep me inspired. I'm trying my best to make it sound like a real podcast and keep everybody interested. And as always, if you know anything that might help, email me at lilymchale at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website now too at unerasable.com. Thanks, and see you next time.